Hello everybody and welcome back to the Small Introvert Den. I am your podcaster Salian and in today's podcast, although it is going to be a late one, it's a Did You Believe? Origins a Story. Today we're going to be talking about skincare, to be more specific, and the history behind it. I know, sounds weird, doing a Wednesday's special on a Friday. But uh, I had guests, to be honest, and I wasn't, well, I wasn't able to have a free time for me to do it. Anyway, now, let's talk about it. Historically, skincare was always reserved to the royalties, and more specifically, to all formats of people. Now, skincare actually was not intended to be taking care of the skin, but instead, it was as a measure to maintaining or preserving something else. For example, there was a lot of mixtures of charcoal, of spices, of egg whites, of milk, of honey, that had a lot of properties in medicine and a lot of properties also in <coughs> also a lot of properties in preserving something instead of taking care of the skin for example cleopatra was known to be taking a lot of milk baths and drenching her slaves in honey in order to keep the flies away from her yes that is something that happened a lot of people also have been thinking a lot of bloodbath, aka the queen herself, more specifically Queen Balthory or Catherine the Balthory of Ireland, who is actually a Bulgarian princess and countess who was known to be enslaving but also draining the blood of her slaves in order to maintain their blood and bathe in it. And it gave her a beauty and a youth of 10 to 20 years, hence why a lot of celebrities have been taking their period blood, or even their blood in general, I'm looking at you Kardashians, to have that facial. Where the hell did you think that came from? But yeah, it was only with science and only with the advancement of humanity that we discovered that a lot of things, for example, like the glycolic acid, the lactic acid, the peptides, the retinols, everything, the ceramides, the niacinamides have been in our food all that time and yet people miss that out somehow. But yeah. Now historically if we go backtrack from time to time the first skincare that ever appeared was actually in the Egyptians. Like I said, rose water milk baths, oat baths, honey baths even, (coughs) were actually common, but also what was very common, aloe vera. Aloe vera was known as a anti-hepsitic and also a burn skin relief and more specifically for sunburns. Now it was not used as that way, it was actually eaten. It was only when they realized, oh, it has that property of soothing that they started using it. 
and they were using it and testing it out on slaves. Yes, I know. Very sad, but it's true. You see, slaves at the time of Egypt, they were not just slaves, they were also workers. Which sounds weird, but let me explain. A lot of the time in Egypt, specifically those who worked in pyramids, who worked in temples, who worked as servants, worked even as slaves, or even as merchants, they were technically workers, they were still paid. Instead of being paid with gold or silver in, the, in their weight, they were paid in food, or in services, or even in skincare, which I know. They were also so paid with wigs, as they were forced to shave their head every single time they had a lice. Hence why they had a lot of goat hair, sheep a lot of, uh, I think it was a lot of cattle hair, and more specifically cows, as their fur, as their fur for the head. So, yeah, that is something that a lot of people don't know about Egyptian history. Now let's go backtrack from the Egyptian history to the Ottoman history. A lot of the practices that Cleopatra specifically have done have transpassed and also have been able to travel through to the modern day Turkey and also the Gulf continent. It's not continent, peninsula to be more specific. And till this day actually they still practice most of it. When I say most I mean most. For example like in Cleopatra she was also known as to exfoliate her skin with a harsh fabric that reminded her of papyrus which is the exfoliating love that we know today that a lot of Asians and a lot of Arabs from the Gulf Peninsula and also the descendants of them and the descendants of the Ottomans here in Africa still use and practice. For me personally, that is probably the best way for me to exfoliate my skin as I do it once a week. So, and I do it and I forget it, so which is the good thing. Now, when it comes to a lot of people, what a lot of people don't know is that because we are doing this, we are taking care of our skin, a lot of people don't know that this is a process that is very, very beautiful to do. Because historically, we're just reliving what our ancestors did. For example, the shea butter has been in Africa for years and years and years, actually for over 3,000 years before it was even discovered in the Western world. And that was true slavery. So, yeah. For example, like using algae, using food, using snails as skincare products. Yes, having a snail slugging on your face, that is a process that exists that actually existed in the Tibetan world, but also in the, if I remember correctly, I think the origins of it specifically are Asian, but specifically are Mongolian. But that is a practice that has been used for years and years and years. So like I said, everything we have done was primitive and raw at the time. 
Yes, we did not understand what it was, but now we do. With science, with school, with work, with everything about it. And that is the good thing about it. Anyway, I hope you liked the episode. And so sorry if it is a little bit short because I am a little bit tired and a little bit sick. So, yeah, I'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys.